my name is Enola Holmes. I started a detective agency. Oh, how old? But you're a girl. Tell me. Yes? Might your brother be free? My brother? Well, I have not a single case. Sherlock Slatus seems to be vexing him. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. This is episode 286. I'm Marquis Mike. Closing in on uh, 290. Is that a... About, about four... Four like plus, like a, like a the achievement, two ninety or we or three hundred is the achievement probably. Yeah, two ninety is like a stepping stone to the three hundred achievement. And now I'm wondering if I've been mislabeling these. I think <laughs> we're close to. I was like, that kind of seems a little low. We've yeah, because we did. We talked about doing episode. We talked about episode three hundred doing three hundred. I think we're on three eighty six. Yeah, that makes a little. Let's more see sense. where are we at. Uh, let's see. 286, 286. Where did I? Yep, right around episode after Speed Two Cruise Control. I just I set us back about 100 episodes, and since then it's been 270. I, I put us back to the 200. So, uh, yeah, 370, 370 or no 386, 386, closing Ooh. in on 400. Man, um, not moving through 400. Not yet. Yeah, well, I mean, we we got time. What was the 300 sequel called? Rise of the 300. Rise of the 300. What was it? No, it was 300 Rise of the... Something. It might have been... No, it can't be with 300 Rise of the 300. I thought it was a different title altogether, but... I think it's 300 colon Rise of something. Okay. Yeah. 300 Rise of an Empire. Oh. Yeah. We didn't do it. It's always on the table for us. I have not seen Rise 300 Rise of the Empire. And I think I've seen enough 300 just because I was in college when it came out to fill a lifetime. I thought we did do that show. We, we never did it. Crazy. It, well, at least it's not, it's, not in, it's not in our episode list. Weird. What did we... It's a... Uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, not, not a Manchurian candidate. Uh, a, a, a Mandela effect. You know what I'm thinking of that we did that's in that realm of style? Sin City. Yes, yeah, we did do yeah. a Dame to Kill for. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Very stylistic. Frank Miller. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So always on the table. Yep. Keep that one in our pocket. Yeah. Uh, I take it you haven't seen it recently, but what have you been watching? This is going to be a quick segment for me. Other than what we watched, I have zero movies. We were talking about how nice the weather has been. I have zero movies watched. Yeah. For multiple reasons. Yep. I just couldn't get it. I just I just couldn't just couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean I, I've been stretched thin. It's hard to you know, when you got a lot on your plate, how do you carve out like two hours? And I got and now that my grass is growing, I gotta spend ninety minutes at least ninety minutes every you know, twice a week cutting my yard and doing that kind of shit. Yeah. That's that's a whole movie. That's a long time. 90 minutes. That's man. a whole movie. I do front back, 30 minutes. Much smaller yard. I don't have that giant, you know. If I do a quick cut, I can go, I can do it in about an hour. But if I do a full cut, edges, oh yeah, 90 minutes. Oh yeah, when you start pulling out the edger, you know, get those real nice lines. Yeah. Yeah. So no movies. No movies. No movies. Watched a smattering of shows here and there, but yeah, no stinking movies. Well, 
I got some. So I hope you got. I hope, man. I hope so. We got stuff to talk about. All right, movies. all right. Uh, I got a couple new movies in awesome. to try to fill my. Uh, you know, I, so I keep a, a a list on my on my letterbox of just all the movies I'm released in the year 2023 that I see in the year 2023 and how I rank them. So at the end of the year, I go, oh yeah, I like that movie. Um, both these were found streaming. The first one, 2023, on Peacock Inside, starring Willem Dafoe. It's about an art thief who gets trapped. He sets off a like a an alarm and gets trapped in a penthouse. I'm in. That sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to give it a pass. Okay. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's great. It's a cool premise. You do get to see Willem Dafoe go crazy, which um, is he trapped in a haunted house? No, no, it's just like a like a very expensive like penthouse apartment. Mm, he should have got trapped in a haunted house. That would have been fun. Yeah, this and this is the problem I had with it is that after a certain point you go, man, this is really one note. Like he gets trapped and then it's like, well, there's not really stakes being raised other than you know, he's trying to get out, trying to get out of his house, and uh, it's just the only the movie just stars him. I mean, there's other people that he, so he has access to like. Um, Surveillance or like uh, you know the, the footage from around the building, so he could see people, but we did, we never hear them talk or anything. So it's really just Willem Dafoe, hour forty five minutes. Cool, cool idea though. Yeah, cool idea. It's just yeah, they didn't have like, um, uh, like just you know the, like how do you keep raising this you know keep keep my interest for like an hour and forty five minutes mm-hmm. where like you know okay this happens and you kind of got to raise the stakes a little bit and. I was trying to think of a similar movie. Um, I had one. I couldn't. And now I've lost it. But the, the other movie I also thought of was like Locke, the Tom Hardy, and that worked for me because there was like not a mystery, but there was like intrigue of like where's he going, and they don't really answer that to like the end. But he's just on those. You, you just saw. Locke. Yeah. The, yeah. So he's like on the phone conversation. Right. And yeah. so each one you're like, wait, there was kind of like this mystery un- unfolding that kind of kept you in. Here it really is. Well, I hope he gets out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Did not work for me, uh, but it is on Peacock if you're interested. The other one I saw, this is now on Amazon Prime, I saw Air. Okay. Yeah, but that little startup called Nike. Little thing, little thing about a shoe. shoe. Yeah. Um, I, 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 Cash, I really liked it. It, um, it's very, like, Moneyball, like, you know, it's that kind of thing where it's like, <clears throat> it's a sports movie, and it kind of follows the sports movie beats. But it's not about sports at all. I mean, it's around sports, but it's about, like, the business. Mm. And I just really liked it. And it's great. Um, uh, great Jason Bateman. Great uh, Viola Davis. Matt Damon's good in it. Ben Affleck in, like, a supporting role is really good. He directs it. So I think I've liked every Ben Affleck movie I've seen that he directed. He's good. Um, so, Air, check it out. Yeah, I do want to see I've only that. seen, like, eight movies in 2023, but this, like, because I've only seen eight movies is, like, at the top of my list. I was like... Something's got, something's got to be up there. I know, but, oh God, we're in June, and I, I, I've I been lacking, but eight movies. <laughs> so, things will come out. Yeah. I, I blame the theaters. You'll go through a, a flurry. Yeah. You, it'll... It's like... Uh, Later we get in the year, the more stuff will then become available to, yeah. to stream for me. Yeah. It is... I feel like we're in a weird time, like... I went to HBO, and I was like, oh, what's new on HBO? I'll just watch, like, the HBO movie of the week. They don't really do that, and I don't feel like anymore. Because I was like, what's just been added? And it's like, oh, it's a lot of, like, series or documentaries. But it's like, 
no, like, at least the last two weeks, I was like, there's no, like, new movie on HBO. Yeah, they don't get that, that, I think because it's because uh, rentals don't exist anymore. Right. They don't get that, hey, get it before you can rent it. Well, and a lot of studios either have, like, a partnership or, or just outright owned by, like, a streaming. So, you know, Amazon Prime and Air, I think Amazon Studios is one of the, you know, studios behind Air, so... Release in theaters. Four weeks later, it's on there. I saw Dungeons and Dragons. It's a Paramount movie. It's already on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Um, which I don't have, but I was almost like, well, Mike said it was good. People seem to like it. It's on Paramount Plus. Do so I do a seven day trial? Get into Yellowstone, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Do I need another streamer? See what takes you. Uh, and then, I, you know, Hulu, I know, has like, um, they have like the Fox. Studio, you know the uh, yeah Fox, and then like the search, Fox Searchlight. So those movies go there. Disney obviously has you know the Disney side of it. So it's um yeah. So if you're HBO and you know you're part of Warner Brothers, uh, or Warner Brothers is part of you, I don't know the the whole house is like well, if it's not a Warner Brothers movie, it's not coming to HBO like you, it did back in the day. You're literally just waiting for for Batman movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> DC. Yeah, I'm sure uh, the next James Gunn Superman will come to. Yeah. There, but yes, yeah, Sony goes to like stars, and it's just um, so yeah. I felt like I didn't have like a lot of a lot, lot of new movie releases, but got aired inside. Both I like those. Uh, okay, I kind of started this last week where I was talking about like, oh, okay, I'm gonna pick like uh, a theme, and that'll help me narrow down my movies. Um, so I got three movies. The theme for me this this time was Steven Spielberg movies. I had not seen. And I'm going to rank them. Just, you know. So, so, these are all cash, but I'm going to put them in an order for you. Uh, From low to higher, how to low? Bronze to gold. We're okay. doing podium okay. style. Uh, but all, I enjoyed all these. But, and these are my first time watching these. 1971 Duel comes in third place. Uh, that's a cool movie. Oh, I've never... Movie. You've seen Duel? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's made for TV, from what I understand. There's not a lot to it, but I kind of like it. That you never like the truck driver. I mean, he's the jaw shark. You don't you don't know his motivations. You don't know anything. But it's it's intense yeah. for a movie from seven God, fifty years ago. Like it's great. I love that movie. Third, okay, second place, the silver medal, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. First time watch, Richard Dreyfus, great. Love the first half of that movie. It kind of loses me in the second half, and maybe now, like, watching it from, like, the thing of a father, I'm like, bro, you just straight up left your family. To, spoiler alert for 1977's Close Encounter of the Third <laughs> He goes crazy, his family leaves him, then he goes to the place, he meets the aliens, and he's just like, I'm going with them. It's kind of like two movies. It does, yes. Yeah. I, I really enjoy, like, the, fam, the, the first half, which is like... He has this encounter. He goes obsessed with it. It's the family dynamic. It's kind of, you know, it's it's, it's funny. It's, um, you know, there's drama to it. Um, there, there's a very scary scene when that lady is in the house and, like, the aliens are trying to get in. That's super intense. And then, yeah, once he kind of goes on the mission to, like, the military and it turns out that, you know, him getting to, like, to the military base and going to go see the aliens, it kind of loses it for me. Although... I wonder how it was in 1977. I mean, I guess we had, like, Star Wars and stuff, but um, the spaceships look cool, you know? Yeah. Even for that time. Um, 
Also, Carl Weathers shows up, and he's listed as military policeman. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, it's Carl Weathers in, like, a tiny role. And I had to, I had to look it up. I was like, is that really Carl Weathers? Uh, this comes out a year after Rocky. So, I think Carl wow. Weathers is just coming on the map. Yeah. Because he only had, like, four movies prior to this. So, but yeah, he's just military policeman. Awesome. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. I couldn't have told you that. No. He, I mean, he has... Because I haven't seen that in 20 years. He has, like, three lines, maybe. Uh, he's, he stop, he's, he's the guy who stops Richard Dreyfus from, you know, going into the town. Okay. Uh, uh, that uh, Wyoming town or North Dakota or wherever he, they end up. And then Gold Medal, this, uh, his latest movie, 2022, The Fablements. Mm. I really enjoyed it. it cool. It's just, you know, I guess it's kind of sort of autobiographical... About you know him and his love for movies and, and kind of just you know it's very it's it's a family drama but Spielberg does that so well I think that's kind of what not not so much dual but I guess Close Encounters this what I like about his other movies uh, is he just does like people very well yeah and so Fablemans check it out it, it was really good great great Paul Dano great um, Michelle Williams Seth Rogen's in it and um, he's good in it and cool. in a small part. Uh, yeah, check yeah, out the mailman. So want to see that one. That's my Steven Spielberg movies I had not seen. There was a lot. Man has a lot of movies. Does have a lot. I had, I had a lot. Library, yeah. I had a lot to choose from. But I was like, man, do I really want to fire up uh, Amistad? Which I admit I have not seen. But I, I don't know. I just didn't feel like in the mood for Amistad. He's got some heavy movies that I've just missed in my lifetime. That I was like, I don't know if I want to go back and <laughs> watch some like heavy. So. Uh, so I got those in, and then two other movies. We are kicking off Child Actor Month. Mike Select selected um, one of the chi- chi- children from Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown, and the Netflix series Enola Holmes. We watch Enola Holmes too. That's right. Uh, Enola Holmes is a 2020 movie, uh, which was a Netflix. Well, not a Netflix original, but it did originally air on Netflix. This was a movie that was made, and then Netflix bought the distribution rights. So, made outside of the Netflix system. Okay. Uh, it is directed by Harry Bradbear, stars Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, Sam Claffin, Helena Bonham Carter. While searching for her missing mother, intrepid teen Enola Holm uses her sleuthing skills to outsmart Big Brother Sherlock and help a runaway lord. Enola Holmes, mystery... Runs in the family. Was this your first time seeing Enola Holmes? It sure was. Uh, what did you think of Enola Holmes? Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't offended. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was okay. Uh-huh. Um, there's aspects of it that I didn't like that carried over even into the second we talk about. Um, but I found it a perfectly serviceable movie. I I watched it, as was the assignment, and um, I immediately understood that this movie... I am not the target audience for this movie. I tried to get in the mindset of, like, a teen girl. So, you know, I watched a lot of TikToks, you know? Um, um, talked about, uh, you know, Riz and yeeting. Uh, no, so I thought I tried to see like who the audience was, and I, I, I also thought the same thing. I was like, perfectly, yeah, this was per- perfectly fine. Like, I, I actually would go on the record like, I liked it. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was pretty good. I thought um, it had a good cast. Um, you know, it was 
light and fun and you know it was it's 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 a it's a movie and inevitably a franchise for it's YA and sure in that I just thought it was fine and like as an adult watching it I don't feel like it was too dumbed down or it was like it thinks less of its audience like you know something you watch like kids movies like oh you think like your audience is dumb so you have to like yeah you know I was like no this is this is good for this audience yeah yeah I'm uh, right I'm right on I'm the same line with yeah. you on that. Ninety-one uh, percent on Rotten Tomato, based on two hundred and seven reviews. Uh, critical consensus re- uh, says it brings a breath of fresh air to Baker Street and leaves plenty of room for Millie Bobby Brown to put her effervescent stamp on a franchise waiting. Uh, no budget, no box office, because this was uh, released directly to Netflix. I, I didn't do the research to see if um, you know three hundred and forty million people watched this in the first twenty minutes it was released, or you know Netflix releases those. So yeah. uh, didn't see it, but. It was obviously popular enough uh, to get. It was a successful movie. I think you yeah, can say it was a successful movie. I'm gonna say based on how much they put this on, I guess you know, your front like splash page or whatever when you go on to Netflix. Um, you know, not just for me, but like you know, my wife has a different profile. Like this is a movie that over the last couple of years they've been advertising. That you know, I think if a, that means the movie's doing well, that they just want people to continue to watch it. Uh, so, flash forward 2022, we get a sequel, Enola Holmes 2. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, um, Henry Cavill, Helena Bonham Carter, they all return. Um, now a detective for hire, like her infamous brother, Enola Holmes, takes on her first official case to find a missing girl. As the sparks of a dangerous conspiracy ignite, a mystery that requires the help of friends and Sherlock himself to unravel. Enola Holmes 2, the sequel, is afoot. Uh, after watching Enola Holmes, did you were, did you uh, expect a sequel? Did you did you well, we already knew, but uh, did you want a sequel? Did you want more Enola adventures? I kind of did. I I felt like the first, and I, I think after I saw the second one, I, this kind of like came to me. But that first just serves as an origin story, mm-hmm. and. I did. I think I, after watching the, even though I knew, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm cool with a, a character. I'm cool with this character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I was, excited to watch the second one. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I knew the second one came out, but the, the way it ended, I mean, it just it's set up. Uh, so this movie is. Um, Based on the novels by Nancy Springer, so this is a series of novels. Enola Holmes is not um, uh, a Arthur Doyle creation. This is um, Sherlock is, is a public domain, so this is someone just setting a character yeah. in that in that in that world. So, uh, but it's a series of books, and the way the, I watched the first one, origin story, also very. I, I feel like it's a tone setter. My beef with the first one, and we, as we get into the second one, is that I the first one I was like. The mystery, the, the 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 driving story, I didn't care about. I really just felt like the movie was like about setting the tone of the Enola Holmes world and introducing us to, to characters. Um, Mycroft sucks, by the way. I'm glad he wasn't in the. He was one. terrible. He was awful, and I think you're made to hate him. They did a good job with that. They actually. did, but I was I was because Mycroft shows up in Sherlock Holmes, the Guy Ritchie's Book of Shadows or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. He's great. Yeah, and then you get this Mycroft. You're like this Mycroft sucks. <laughs> like, he's a villain. Yeah, 
He never gets redeemed. <laughs> um, so, but I, I thought the same thing. I was like, first one was fine. It feels very, like, set up a franchise. Why not? Like, have a why? You know, we have the Hunger Games and Twilight and all this stuff. This is the next one. Yeah. And just have, like, a fun tone. So I was like, yeah, let's get a second one. Why not? Um, That's not post-apocalyptic. And it wasn't said in the post-apocalypse. Yeah. Yes. Um, what did you like about Enola Holmes 2? I, uh, detectiving. Far more detectiving. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, the original's mystery was throwaway. Yeah. I was far more invested in what was going on in 2. Far more interested. Um, and, and the one thing I that one left me wanting more of was Henry Cavill as Sherlock. I'm always like, Sherlock, show up, do something in 1. And then finally in 2, he'd still... In Nola Holmes' movie. Yeah. But they definitely do more Sherlock, and I find Henry Cavill as, as Sherlock fantastic. I I have the same thing. I, I I didn't want him to come in and, like... I, I like how this movie, it's an Enola Holmes movie. She is the star. She's the hero. At no point does, like, you know, for like, a man... Like, Sherlock have to come in and save her. But I like that he was more involved. And, yeah, like, they work him in nicely without ever overshadowing her as the main character and yeah much more into this mystery where i thought they did a really i mean some of like the the reveals and that cross editing style that this director does of like cutting from millie bobby brown to henry cavill back and forth um it worked i was i I was into it i I wanted to see where it was going i i like the moriarty reveal of when both reveals once where once where Sherlock figures out, you know, he has the bank thing and he kind of figures out that there's a note left for him. Like, I thought that was great. And then the actual reveal of Moriarty, I was like, I like that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one just did so much better of like, we got the characters, now let's actually put them in a story um, I care about. Yeah, it was a really, really cool mystery. And this was this was a really a good like example of the plot driving the story. Yeah. I mean it was it was textbook. Mm. Uh, right, yeah. where the first one's more here's some characters, we hope you want to spend some time with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know it kinda of works. I mean Millie Bobby Brown in it, um, she has a, a charisma and like a, a charm. That breaking of the fourth wall in the first one, uh, I think sometimes it works. I think it adds something. When we get the negative, I mean, I think they maybe something relied too much in this one. That uh, did you see Fleabag on Amazon? I've not watched Fleabag. Fle- yeah. Every time she looked at the camera, I was like, oh, and it was like the first one came out a year after Fleabag, what like became like such a hit. I was like, oh, you want to be Fleabag? Mm. Uh, just that the way she talks to the camera, uh, which it, I didn't mind in the first one. This one, I was like, man, you're doing this a lot. <laughs> you pay attention. Stuff's happening. Uh, but, you know, I'll say that, uh, the action at the end, that, the end action sequence, I thought was also very cool. Very? Like, yeah, I, I'm watching that, and I'm thinking, I know exactly what's happening here, and I kept flashing back to Conan, uh-huh. and how fucking pissed off I am, and how I hate Jason Momoa now. You have three fight scenes going on at one time that you know where everyone is in relation to everybody. Yeah, it's fantastic. They actually put like you know the theme child actor 
they actually put, like, Millie Bob Brown, who's supposed to be 16 in this movie, like, in danger. Like, she gets clonked in the head by that hook thing. I'm like, holy shit. She's like, getting punched. She's and... fighting a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. Punched and kicked. It and... just kind of adds um, some danger and, and, and stakes to, to, to a fight scene. Yeah, another thing I enjoyed, and it does have to do with, like, we got more Sherlock, is... They, they were smart about... I think maybe they took constructive criticism on the first one very seriously because Minecraft sucked. Everyone hated him. Mm-hmm. He was the bad guy and he did that. He he played just the skis bag so well. But without the... Re- like, we just didn't need him anymore. And they're like... So he didn't show up in this at all. I think most people probably wanted more Henry Cavill as Sherlock. Sure. They upped his game a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that was really well done. Just, it was just a good, uh, just a well done sequel. Just improved on what they said. They, so one of the trivias was they actually wanted that actor to play Mycroft. They wanted him back for this, you know, obviously get everyone back. Uh, Hell, Modern Carter comes back. Uh, the one who plays Edith is, is there. Uh, they wanted him back. He couldn't return because of scheduling conflict. And I was like, I, that worked out. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. This one, this has a two hour, 10 minute runtime, but you know, I got to complain about but I don't feel like it hurt it that much. But adding a Mycroft character back, I was like, then you would have been in like, it, it just it's it's cleaner. It, it just it's tighter with not having like if put him back. What's he gonna do? Like now you have this extra story with him and yeah. her. Like it's, it's great. You, you don't need him. There was some inconsistency from the end of the first one to this one, uh. um, because she's clearly like, I mean, the end like she's like sends the signal to Sherlock. Yeah, but Sherlock had already told Minecraft, "Hey, if she shows up, I, I'll, I'll take, I'll handle it. Yeah, I'll take responsibility." But then this one is just like assume that she knows where Sherlock lives. Sherlock knows where her. She's putting in ads in the in the paper. Yeah, like so. In in at the end of the first one, she's like doing this weird hiding thing. Right. Like, it seems like what she's like a runaway. Yeah. Kind of thing. And this one's like she has an apartment. Yeah. She's she's established. Like, yeah, here's my business and it's got yeah. my name on the door. I, I just, the, that was a weird inconsistency yeah. that I didn't understand, but right. it, maybe that was how they, well, we don't have my craft. We got to, we got to pivot. Yeah. It, for the best too. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. This just picks up. She's trying to be a detective. She gets a case yeah. and then we're into the case. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, interesting case too. I, I was, uh, I was doing the trivia uh, so Sarah Chapman, they, they tell us at the, at the, the end card, but Sarah Chapman, that's a real person. And, um, the match, the match strike or the match girl strike was a real thing in, in London. So the mystery based off this like real thing, but I thought, I don't know, it, it really helped like the actually having something for her to solve. Yeah. I like this. That wasn't just like ciphers, you know? I, I like that kind of book too. Those mm-hmm. have been become pretty popular in the in the last 10 years or so of these books that put a fictional spin on a real life event so I was going to ask so what do you think about the idea of a books like someone just writing an Enola Holmes book I'm okay with someone inventing a character like that mm-hmm. um, I know there's like for instance the term fan fiction yeah. I think is a negative connotation people think of Nerdy dude in the basement, sure. writing sex scenes with with Princess Leia, yeah, you know, and and like some fucking Star Wars alien or something. Mm-hmm. But 
I think with self-publishing and stuff, the fan fiction has become a legitimate kind of thing. And for someone, I in this case, it works for me. Yeah, I mean, I've read the books, but I mean, to me, reading about it and then seeing the movie, it's like, oh, it's just Nancy Drew, but basing it off of a very known character, Sherlock yeah. Holmes. And, you know, that's, you're out, you're out, you know, Maybe your audience is those who read Sherlock Holmes, but I, to me, I felt like it was very YA, young girls. So I was like, oh, it's, it's a Sherlock Holmes for young girls. It's his sister. Yeah. And they just seem very, I mean, I'm just comparing this to the Guy Ritchie movie, but very light and fun, but still detectiving at the heart of uh, the, this one. And then, so not only does she just take, a, the, does the writer take the character from, uh, you know, public domain and say, oh, now, now you have a sister, then taking a real life uh, event and writing a fictionalized mystery behind it. Yeah, uh, it's quite a deal. It. Yeah, um, it really. Is. I don't know. And I, we, I, we had said this before in the last couple episodes. As I was, I was like, if it's a movie, I don't care how historically accurate it is. But it did the thing where I went and read the wiki about it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That that woman, Sarah Chapman, was actually like considered one of, like the the pioneers of like uh, fair labor in in England because of this matchstick thing. Huh. Uh, what didn't work in Anola Holmes 2? My big thing, you kind of hit it as a positive slash negative, the, the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. I found it, in both movies, completely unnecessary, added nothing to the movie. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, hey, Millie Bob Brown, smile the camera, show, shows those pretty teeth. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is so pointless. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hated it. I yeah. thought it was used poorly too often and and didn't add anything. Mm. I think if I could... What I liked about... What I found useful for is that because it's her on the run in the first one, it, at least... I think they used it as like a device of like we can get to know the main character a little bit, like, personality-wise. And I think Millie Bobby Brown is pretty good in this, you know, doing yeah, those things. So. But in the second one, man, it's so, so... They go to it so much, almost to the point of, like, it it becomes distracting. So many, like, winks to the camera and, like, looks to the camera. I was like, man, if you... if In the first one, I felt like it was... Even the first one, I was like, okay, it's getting a little much. But, man, if you could just use those a little... In times where, like, a, a good reaction's called for, but... I, I think it was like, oh, well, people like this about her, so we're just going to do it a lot. I found The, the third one's just going to be two hours of her just looking at the camera. It, it was just the, the weird mix of voiceover narration mixed yes. with that. Right, pick one. Yeah, I just... I, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I, she, I get it. We have this aware character yes. telling her side of the story. Yes. And based on books, so she's the narrator. Yeah. But, yeah, like... If that's how she communicates with us, then that's how she communicates with the audience. But then also, you don't do voiceover. And you're right, the first one kind of sounds weird because it starts as this... Wait, no, this first one... No, the first one starts with her talking to the camera. Yeah. That's like, she's riding the bike and she's telling us the story. I'm like, okay, that's the device they're using. But then there would be times where then the film would turn into like... Uh, they would use like... It would look like a book, you know, to, to like do edits and stuff. And then that's just voiceover. And yeah. Just very, I, I feel like they picked a style and went too stylized, like yeah. too, too going into this. Leaned into it too much, yeah. Um, 
So Millie Bobby Brown, so this is Child Actor Month. Now, how old was she during this movie? The first one, she was 16. This one, she was 18. Okay. So, borderline child? <laughs> right in there. But, um, you know, from someone who watches Stranger Things, I think she's a good I think she's a good actress. She does have some things where I, you know, just kind of put in the negative. I, I think she's very good. I think she's... When she's doing, like, that two-camera, even though it's used too often, I think she's good doing that as, as far as, like, giving, like, personality to the camera. Um, sometimes I felt like she was the overacting that you get with kids, especially when she had to cry. Anytime that she was crying, I was like, that's that Disney Channel over-the-top acting that I, I don't like in movies. Um that's just a slight nipping. And since it's Child's Month, I figure we should address the, the child actress. But mm-hmm. I think she's a good actress, and I think she's she'll go on to be a good adult actress. Yeah, I think I think I think the her future is quite bright. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think the actual child in this movie, Bessie? That's Bessie, the, that's the only child. Uh, I thought she was just fine. Me too. She was, you know, pretty good child actress. Yeah, I, I tried to go back because I, I don't. I, this is a complaint of mine. So I tried to go back through our previous episodes of like when did I really complain about uh, children it's always like a flashback scene like Conan I was like yeah that, that kid sucked <laughs> like, it was just good I was like yeah anytime there's like a flashback and it's King Arthur I was like yeah that fucking kid sucked it's what, just when the kid's a zero I think what what sparked me to pick it was off our off-recording talk about me just asking you if you've seen the Ninja Turtles preview. Yes. And like, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're casting all child voice out. I'm just like, oh, if you watch, If you watch that trailer and you hear, uh, I believe it's Donatello talking, and they cast like a 12-year-old, I'm like, that voice is annoying. Like, I, I cannot, I can't listen. And I, it's it's a Seth Rogen produced, I think it's the same kid who was in uh, Bad Boy or whatever. Bad Boys, wait, is that what it's called? Good Boys? The Seth Rogen. Oh, Foul Mouth Kid movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Good Boys. I think it's one of the kids from that. And, yeah, it's like, that voice is annoying. And he's doing that kid acting thing I don't like where he's, it's so, and this is, I'm just going off a trailer. But I was like, it's loud. It's 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 over the top. You, like, you don't have to yell all your lines, man. Uh, could be good. Two things against it. Child actors and it's a cartoon. So, you know. If, it's, if you're a cartoon, cast adults. To do little kid voices. That's what I like. They're <laughs> pros. Um, Alright. Uh, let's see. Okay. So, Anola Holmes 2. Would you like to see a third one? I'm, I'm all in. I think this is a is a good franchise possibility here. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, so, I, yeah. I, I, yes. think, I, think these, I think these are fun. Like, these are fun movies. The, so... The, these are Netflix movies, and I, I think as far as like you know, we had talked about this, you know, murder mystery or uh, other movies. Uh, we've talked about like, oh, let's stream on Netflix, like, or it's direct to Netflix. These feel like they could be in theater. Like, I oh, feel like they, I think, yeah. they have a very good production value, and they feel like they, they don't suffer from the things other Netflix movies suffer from. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could add, you could have yeah. absolutely have a third one. Yeah, exactly. Like like murder mysteries, you know, for example, those could just. They could just have this watermark across the screen that said uh, "Made for Streaming." Yeah, through the whole entire movie, right? Like they, they basically do just the way they're produced. But yeah, you're right. This this says yeah, feature film. Yeah, or even some of the, you know the ones I like. Uh, you know, some of those Jamie Fox, uh, like the vampire. One. The vampire one. It's like okay, this made for streaming. 
this just feels like, I mean, big actress and Billy Bobby, like, she's very popular, it seems like. Henry Cavill is a big star. Like, this could be released during the summertime and have kids go to the theater. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'd like to see a third one. What about a remake in 2023? Are we over the Millie Bobby Brown thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, too should, soon. Should we cast a real child? She's like 19 now. Is she aged out of a Nola Holmes? She's aged out of a Nola Holmes, yeah. We, ha- we have to recast her for three. Re- reset it. Um, gosh, I can't even think of the of a child actress. Don't watch those channels. Yeah. I'm just saying, in a movie recently, I was like, was there a girl actor? I was like, Elle Fanning? No, she has to be like 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We, we, we probably roll a couple more Millie Bobby Brown. Anola Holmes up before we truly have to re. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I think we could see. I think Netflix might be onto some like. Just this, a Sherlock universe. I mean. I know for like for some reason, Henry Cavill got kicked off The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Did he? I've never looked into it. Did he get kicked off or did he leave? I believe he got kicked off. Oh. He also got kicked out of the DC. Is there something wrong with him? Maybe. He seems like such a cool guy. Every time I see an interview with yeah, him. Yeah, man, he plays Warhammer and, yeah. and computer games. He doesn't get any cooler than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he kicked out of two franchises? Yeah, I, I think he was re- recast in The Witcher. Like fully recast. But I think may, I think The Witcher may have had something to do with scheduling for DC. Mm. I don't know. But I think he. I think they just said you're not right for the for the Witcher, the Witcher role. Oh. Um, but I really liked him in the Sherlock role. Yeah, and I think Netflix may you know may be on to like some Sherlock universe here that they could. This could be their thing. I mean, the Enola Holmes thing, and then you get maybe a Sherlock movie and then maybe they tie in here, you know, every, you know, in a couple movies. I don't know. I just think it's a cool option that they, they have open. Yeah. Um, I, it ties right into what character would you most like to see a spinoff of? Uh, yeah, I mean, I all the supporting characters I do like. I I mean, God, it'd be so easy. The Henry Cavill Sherlock Holmes movie. It would be Set in the same easy. universe, except... He's off doing his own. It's him doing but, yeah, his own it, history. But keep it light, like right. Keep that same light tone. tone. It's the same tone. Light tone. Um, Moriarty uh, escaped at the end, so you could have more, mm-hmm. uh, more, more with her. And I, I think you'd have a movie. I'd be interested. I think they tonally, like tonally, this works. And based on this, Anola Holmes, like I think they get the cool Sherlock mystery, like. How to like take me along on his detective, you know, and both you know, both them, both their detectiving skills, yeah. like how to make that interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if it wasn't, you know, I mean, I feel like that was so obvious. Like, yeah, of course, the Sherlock movie. Really, like I said, any of them. Um, Edith teaching jujitsu and uh, you know just her adventures. Um, maybe it's like a uh, only only the strong type situation. You know, she's teaching. Um, inner city youths, you know, they're troubled kids, and she teaches them how to act right through jujitsu. But then a rival gang, you know, oh, yeah. tries to come through, and so she has to, you know, fight them off. Um, I thought a um, uh, what was his name? 
Tewksbury. 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 I want a Tewksbury, but it's like his like Lincoln or Twelve Angry Men. So it's a political drama, <laughs> but it's just him trying to convince you know the rest of like Parliament or whatever to I, pass something. I liked him so much more in the second one. Agreed. And maybe he developed as an actor, or maybe the character, maybe both. Yeah. But the first one, I'm like, ah, oh, this guy kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, second one, just... The first one, I mean, I feel like they also changed the character. Like, the first one, he's like... I mean, she calls him a nick, but, like, he plays it, like, so, like, he's stupid or, like, oblivious. And then this one, like, he just seems like a, like a fleshed-out character. He's grown up quite quickly. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that kid's from, but I'm sure he's from something. Um, some series yeah. but uh, yeah I thought, I thought it was good yeah. and you're right yeah right, they grew, I'm sure he Siller was like 16 now he's 18 or 18 now he's 20 like you just mature as an actor when you're that young I think a, a Mama a Mama Holmes movie could be kind of fun oh just her like the anarchist like, yeah, yeah you see what she's up to yeah Hell about Cars is great yeah Hell about Cars great in her like her lot. small roles um yeah so definitely a lot to use but you're right you could just set up set up a world where these characters interact through various movies. Mm-hmm. Be fun. Yeah. I'd follow, I'd follow those. I mean, I mean, I'd follow that. It'd be like, Netflix is Marvel. Yeah. Set in the Sherlock Holmes universe. Yeah. We get we get a Watson at the end of, of the second Yeah. Like, that's right. Let's go. Like, you're sending it up. Yeah. Um, do you need to see the first to enjoy the second? I, I really think you do. I kind of think you do. I think the origin story is important. I'm saying to say yes. I was going to say no. I think they do a good enough job recapping everything from the first one. Um, and these do feel so, like, because, you know, based off books, like, and each one's their own mystery. Like, they feel very episodic. Like, you could just jump into the second one. I think they work really well together. Uh, you know, you, you keep the same cast, you keep the same director. Only two years pass between the two of them. But if for some reason you just wanted to jump to part two, you could get by. You, yeah. you wouldn't be confused. Especially having the built-in, like, if you know Sherlock Holmes, because he's such a bigger part of this, your own, like, knowledge kind of does a lot of filling in. It was like, oh, she's his sister, and I know I know him. Yeah. Um, all right, you've seen them both. You're going to fire this one back up. Which one would you put on first? I'm going an old one's two, two again. Yeah, I agree. I you have the same characters. It totally kind of it's pretty much the same. Yeah, they do a little more fourth wall, a lot more fourth wall breaking in this one. You have the better mystery, and it's a good mystery. It's a good mystery, and it's just a better like this is this is truly a sequel outdoing the yeah. Ori- yeah, or they, the original. They just built everything off the first one and just made it better. Yeah, um, except the fourth wall break. Yeah, too much of that. Tone that down. Take some roll crit- that back. constructive criticism. Roll, 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 Tone roll down back. that. Uh, oh, when you do spin off the Sherlock movie, only Enola has the ability to talk to the camera. That's how you fix it. So if you do a Sherlock movie, Henry Cavill never turns to the camera, <laughs> does a smug little smirk. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that, nope. that wouldn't work. She's the only one. She can have a little cameo in the Sherlock movie, and she can do it. That's fine. That would be a great like franchise rule. Yeah, is that she's the only one who possesses this this power to talk yeah. to the audience. Otherwise, um, yeah, Sherlock just goes about his business. Let's go to Netflix. Lock it in. Let's sign some contracts. Yeah. What do you need me to do, Netflix? <laughs> I watched your movie. Like, 
Do you need me to go back? Give a thumbs up on the on the, <laughs> yeah. on the rating scale. Have you seen they change that? No. There's like a middle ground now. Yeah. So okay. It used to be cash or trash. Thumbs up, thumbs <laughs> right, down. Right. Now there's like a middle. Like, eh, I like it. Okay. I rarely do those. Yeah, I don't. Um, I want to do them on because when, when I'm on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. I see the stars, and I'm like, how are all these star? How is everything five stars? Yeah. And then I can't find a way to actually rate the movie in the app. It's like it's a lie. Yeah, you have to go on like your Amazon account. <laughs> yeah, like this is a lie. Yeah. Um, but on Netflix, I rarely do it. Yeah. I'm trying to think the last time I did it. I want to say I watched like. It was like a small movie, but I was like, I liked it. I want you to recommend more stuff like this, and then I forget to do it. So then, yeah. Now my algorithm's all fucked up. Thanks to Nola Holmes and Murder <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> it's like you love what we do. Here's all our yeah, stuff. Like, I was like, am I gonna watch the mother? I might. <laughs> I might. I'm, I might watch the mother. <laughs> um, and finally, Nola Holmes two. Did we need it? Full yes. Well, yes, we needed it. Yeah. So, okay, the first one you said, it was okay. It was serviceable. Did, I'm taking it, you liked the Nola Holmes too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. And I, I mean, I am positive on the first one. Yeah. Yeah, to me, I mean... Perfectly fine movie. If we're doing the, the Amazon stars, first one, I'm like, that's a three-star movie. This one, four-star yeah, movie? Yeah, like, agree, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I like two a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the things it's hurt by... It, they're little things. Like, it doesn't hurt the movie. Um, yeah, so I, I'm with you. I, I think, yeah, we needed it. This this is a cool little franchise for teens, young adults, and, like, if I was going to watch this with somebody, like, who was into it, I could also enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Enola Holmes 2. Uh, we're both giving it the thumbs up. Check it out. It's on Netflix. It's probably, when you go there, it's probably... I don't know if it's just because I was watching it, but I, I, did, I did feel like it was, like, it's trending right now. Oh, I have a negative. Oh, yeah. One more, one more negative. Uh-huh. Nitpick negative, because you mentioned it a few minutes ago. She cannot deliver the word nincompoop seriously. What a stupid thing to have in this mo- in these movies. That's it, her thing. She calls him a nincompoop. Yeah. Let me go. Okay, I'm gonna counter your negative with a positive about the audience is intended for. So we all we both enjoyed it. Because of the mystery, the great, you know, the acting, but the Sherlock Holmes mystery. I think this actually did a nice job of, like, it also weaves in, like, a very cute teen romance. It yeah. does that well. But you're right. The Nick and Poop thing is stupid. And I, I <laughs> think... It's dumb. I think it could be great uh, uh, as the written word, which it probably is Sure, from in the, the book, book. Yes. But doesn't... It's not delivered properly live yes um but yeah i thought her the the, the relationship between her and tewksbury was that's a, that's a cute little romance for a ya franchise the ending where, they, where they're walking and teasing each other and you know and yet you hold my arm and yet i hold your arm i was like that's cute that's a cute yeah, yeah, way to end yeah. the movie but yes <laughs> so a, a nitpick negative but also a positive that yeah this movie had it has it all romance Action, mystery, <laughs> uh, sci-fi, that's all, that's all it's missing. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have thoughts on Nola Holmes 2, you can email us at dvtgpodcast at uh, gmail.com. Let us know what's, what uh, you think. What's next week? We're going to continue. So I, man, I, I, I was like, so I watch this movie and I go, she's not a child. This is a 16-year-old seasoned actress. <laughs> and now I'm watching just a full-on adult, 18-year-old Billy Bobby Brown being an adult 
playing a 16 year old I was like so I, I, I wanted to like man do, do I find a movie where like the kid ruins it do I find and I was like no let, let's just cast a wide net let's get a lot of kids in one movie together it's summertime uh, I believe both these are rentals one was on Tubi but now I think it's off Tubi uh, we're gonna watch the remake to the Bad News Bears we're gonna watch Bad News Bears okay um, okay I looked it up. The first one, at least, Tatum O'Neill was was twelve, and so I assumed the rest of the cast was kind of in that in that age range. And we're gonna have like ten kids to like nitpick their their acting skills on. I'm gonna have a chart. All right, I'm gonna have a chart and a ranking system. And the new one is Billy Bob, right? Billy Bob Thornton. And I don't know if any of the kids would do anything, but yeah, Walter Matthau, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, coming right, right off Bad Santa, Santa, playing a playing back coach. I think. I think it's the timeline. Sounds right. Yeah, it's you know it's a baseball movie. Um, yeah, so you guys want to get a jump start? Bad news bears. Until uh, then, it's been Don't Be That Guy. Guy to sequel remakes. The podcast is afoot. Or is not afoot anymore? What's the opposite of that? A hand. Oh, good. He is a.